The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Golf stops, loads, open Laporta! He's got it! And he's got his first NFL touchdown! Collectors! We're back, baby! We're back! We're recording on the night of September 24th, where the Lions have come away with a 20 to 6. That's right, 20 to 6. Only six points given up. A victory to move to 2 and 1 over the Atlanta Falcons. Oh boy, what a fun game, especially from the defensive side of the ball. We're going to get into all this in a moment and get our instant reactions. But before we do, let's get to the Blue Kool-Aid crew that is here. So we got Red Dog. Yo. UJ. Hello, everybody. And Bob. Hello, hello. And Connor was at the game today. He's traveling back, so can't make it, but that's all right. Uh, But we're going to get our instant reactions here. Uh, And I want to start this off with UJ. UJ, I... I want to really focus on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, what do you think about this defensive effort today from this Lions team, especially coming off the game against Seattle? This is polar opposite in every other, every way possible. Oh, for sure. It was a stellar effort by the defense. I, I love the pressure we were getting, especially at the middle. You know, yes. uh, early in the game, we were getting a lot of pressure of the middle. Uh, it, it was Benito Jones made one particular one. Lee McNeil, you started seeing him a little action. He looked good. So, yeah, this is just a great effort on our defense. We were fast. We were physical. Uh, made some mistakes early, uh, a few missed tackles here and there. But uh, the effort was outstanding. I mean, and they were just flying all over the field, man. They were just looking for people to hit. I mean, there was some hitting in that game today. It was it was awesome. So, just a stellar effort by the defense. It's, it's a great comeback from last week's game. Uh, I look for more of this. I mean, this is just a fantastic effort by the D. Definitely, Bob. Yeah, a hell of a game. I I was confident. We were talking before on the the chat about the injury report that came out that looked pretty bad, but I was like, they're going to still win convincingly, and they did. They did not disappoint. I did, I expected a little more out of the offense, but uh, it the defense was so good, and I was so happy to see our rookies contributing across the mm-hmm. board. Yeah, um, yeah, Branch, of course, a huge standout, which we'll talk about, and uh, um, Jameer Gibbs. You know, he did a solid job, you know, doing a job that's not normally his. He pounded out. He did. He had a good game. And Laporta, of course, was amazing. So what a game. What a game. Yeah. Red Dog. So I was watching the uh, NFL Red Zone package. And at the end of the their broadcast, they do the every touchdown scored from every game. And, you know, it's awesome. I didn't see one from the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> They didn't get in the end zone today, baby. That defense 
played a hell of a game. We were in control of that game. Yeah, we controlled that pocket. We controlled the ground game. Bijan did nothing. Did nothing. Squat. Okay, he had like a couple nice little shifty runs, but like in the stat column, it looks like minimal impact. Yeah, ten carries, thirty three yards, and only twenty seven receiving. Yes, like yeah. it minimal impact. The, the, like I mean, yes, that's just what a great turnaround of effort and getting after an offense that you know was really clicking first couple of weeks. Absolutely, and I, I'm with you guys as well. Like just. What a! I mean, th- this crowd, the crowd as well. Again, just came out absolutely like you, you could hear it through the screen, even just how loud this uh, the crowd is in Detroit. Uh, you know, the crowd came back with a vengeance. They want to get their victory that they thought they're <laughs> owed last week. The, and the Lions defense uh, wanted to show them that hey, we, we respect you. We want to get that W. And they came out and showed them like, okay, <laughs> you know, we're not we're not going to perform like that ever again in front of this crowd for sure. Uh, so mad respect to the Lions fans out there today that just brought the energy that this team needs, especially at home, because uh, we got to defend the turf. And now let's start pointing out some p- specific players. And the first one we got to go uh, with is the man that uh, Bob mentioned. It's Brian Branch. He was absolutely. all over yes. this field, like literally all over. 11 tackles, all solo, <laughs> like no bad. assisted tackles. Uh, three of which were for loss, um, two pass deflections as well. He's got to be arguably like the f- defensive player of the week the way he played today. I mean, yes. mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know why they kept going the way he like even to pay passing direction. But man, uh, he, oh, I mean, but he this had, was just he had like uh, two 15 yard penalties, but you wouldn't even know though. No. His day was <laughs> no. so great. It didn't even matter. He got penalty for hitting a guy too hard. Yeah. That I mean, one was, that, that, was that was weak. I agree. It was very horrible. Weak. They pe- they penalized him for bullying Bijan. Like he was just <laughs> having his way with Bijan beating his blocks, just tackling him in the backfield. Like he was just, ha- he was so good. <laughs> oh my God. Like this kid, the fact that he fell to the second round, people have got to be kicking themselves right now. Like that they passed on him, he looks ridiculous. Do you think fans are going to start coming to the game with like a mouthpiece and like on their head? Did they explain he, that by any chance? <laughs> he doesn't wear. He just puts it in his helmet. I don't understand. Yeah, it's so what's weird. the point of having it? It's just you know, I don't yeah. know. But it's so you yeah, know who he is. Just he doesn't want to wear it. Yeah. So I thought it was the green the sticker. You know the green like for the radio, but Barnes has that. <laughs> it helps um, identify him at least. You know, if you see that little like thing on the helmet, you know who it is, right? And uh, you know, and by meant- the way, he was being cover. He was covering Drake London, six five receiver out there today in lockdown coverage. Definitely, uh, and you know, a few injuries, especially to our safeties. Um, but Tracy Walker, this speaks of the depth that the Lions have built up over the past few years. Tracy Walker, um. And Iffy are the backup safeties in this defense, and both of them really stepped up today with a, with some really nice hits over the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got in the right position. Uh, ball thrown a little high uh, by uh, Ritter at times, uh, who's remarkably unimpressive as a quarterback. But we'll get to that in a moment. But uh, <laughs> but Walker and Iffy definitely stepped, especially Iffy, because uh, we've seen a lot of not not great play out of him in the past, and a lot of uh, ups and downs in training camp and stuff. Will he even make the roster? Uh, but this is definitely a, a pro case for him making the roster. Would you guys oh, agree? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And Walker, like, he just can't get his hands on those interceptions. No, he cannot. Uh, <laughs> that went right to the wickets. 
Yeah. He needs to spend time at the jugs machine with Amon Ra after practice. Yeah, I think so. That was but sitting up there game, forever. Man. That was oh my gosh. That was a, that was so, given to he me made on a, a silver platter. He made a great thing. break on the one. And this is why like the the, the Brian uh, or the, the yeah, the the branch touchdown against the Chiefs in week one. Like people were like, Oh, that was an easy pick, but we see DBs dropping all the time, kind of like yep. Tracy Walker dropping this one. He had to dive a little more for this one, but still, they're not as easy as they uh Yeah. The second one, well, he broke on it perfectly. He should have been. Yeah, it hit him three. right in its chest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good Lord. But he did play a really one? good game. He was a presence out there, and he affected that game. Oh, and he, that hit he, he put on, uh, I'm not sure who the guy was he hit, but it broke his rib cage or something. I don't it know. He just walloped nice. that guy. Wow. <laughs> But yeah, wouldn't that be crazy if, like, after all this season of buildup of Kirby Joseph and CJGJ, like, it turns out, like, these backups come in and turn out to be, like, our super studs that lead us to the Super Bowl. Like, I just, like, these kids, we got talent. We have enough talent to roll out two dudes who might potentially not let down anything from what we had previously like, and maybe even turn out to be better. Like, if he has such a supreme skill set, like physically, he's so like athletically gifted. If he can put it together mentally, oh my gosh! And Tracy Walker's shown to be a playmaker and a leader. Like this is, I just like how these season narratives can develop. These guys really stepped up today, definitely. But the reason that our DBs were able to play so well is because our defensive line finally stepped up in the front seven mm-hmm. as a whole. Uh, let's talk about that interior first, uh, especially Lee McNeil. Benito Jones saying that. The uh, measure early. I, I'm Setting the tone. Tone. Thank you, UJ. Yeah. <laughs> Setting the tone. I don't know why. Couldn't find the word, but thank <laughs> you. But he set the tone early with inside pressure. They dominated the inside of this interior line for the Falcons. Yes, they did. Because uh, they like to run a lot of double teams. I, I thought our D line, though, overall was just more aggressive uh, upfield. <laughs> Compared to the past mm-hmm. couple of games, yeah, they were, and I think that benefited them a lot in this game. Like, d- just just let loose, just run upfield. Don't worry about maybe missing an assignment. Just get after it a little bit, cause a little chaos in the back, you know. Yeah, when you don't have to respect the legs as much, it helps to not have to worry about that as much. Yeah, I mean, Rip Ritter's a runner. Uh, he, yeah, he's a yeah, decent he, runner. He, yeah, but he's, he's not on the runner. level of he was. Yeah, he's a, he's week. solid, but he's not. He's not on the level of like Gino or he's arguably or, a better uh, runner than Gino Smith. <laughs> So. No, but he, yeah, he's a better runner, know. Gino. No, here, but the On thing was, is. too, when he did get out of the pocket, there was someone there to chase him down for a minimal gain, uh, as we hadn't seen before. <laughs> like, yeah, whether it's Branch or whether it's Anzalone or somebody, somebody oh, was yeah. always there to take him out with a short gain, and he didn't he didn't break anything long. So, again, kudos to the defense for being ready for that. Yep. So, definitely. Yeah, yeah Z, when you talk about that defensive line, I think they uh, took it to heart last week that they weren't able to get through to the quarterback, and I think they were fired up. It was love. Mm-hmm. It loved to see Benito Jones with swagger out there, man. When he's out there, pumped mm-hmm. up, you know. Oh yeah, he's dancing he's and awesome. stuff. And it's like <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. And then that, you know, that helped free things up with Hutch and you know the whole line working together. It was beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think uh, so. I was in the preview. I was asking for this, but the Lions played a lot more man coverage in this game. Uh, I think I think some of that has to do with how the Falcons operate. Uh, a lot more running. And also, Desmond Ritter is just not a very good quarterback, so let him try to beat you because he made a lot of poor throws in this game. Uh, 
and you know that the, the lions kudos to them for making that adjustment and letting him try to beat you because he can't <laughs> well they i think, they, I think they created some of those bad throws though because well, there was yeah he didn't have much time or he was on the run all the time mm-hmm. and yeah. oh one thing about quarterbacks getting hit which i like this year compared to last year they're letting you hit the quarterback again like yeah like all these things that would have been like unnecessary roughness last year everyone's getting a shot like man. around like, the legs and stuff yeah, well, Ritter was quarterbacks getting hit again. You know, well, Ritter was running like a running back though. Like that one time he ran out of bounds, Anzalone wiped him out, and uh, it was like, why are you running like that, dude? You're gonna get killed. (laughs) Yeah, that wasn't very smart. (laughs) No, but he, yeah, Uh, we'll take that. We'll gladly feast on giving a good shot to your QB. Absolutely. And speaking of Anzalone, or can we? Is that a segue we could take? Because you you made it now. All right, sweet, because that guy showed out today. He really set the tone early, too, by just flying around the field and making big plays. Uh, yeah, he looked great. Yeah, I yeah. this is a great day for the linebacking crew. Um, Anzalone Campbell with a sack. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and a half. Sack. And then... Um, I think Barnes had Barnes a sack, too. Good. I, think well, I want to get to that because he was unique because I like edge. how they used him off the edge. Me, too. Yeah. I've been. I was so psyched about that. He is he is really stepped up this year. I, I it is yes. great to see. Uh, he, he's had a great. He's been our most consistent linebacker, I would say, uh, both in coverage and it, it, against a run, and now against the pass too. <laughs> he's only going to get better. This kid has such a high ceiling. I I still find it curious how they use the linebackers, but I, but I'm get, kind of getting more used to it because they're all seeing the field. Every one of them, they're not just putting the two guys in there and letting them go for the whole game. They're they're constantly switching them in and out, and um, and they're all doing good things. So, I mean, whatever they're doing, it's working. So, yeah, and Rodrigo's a good like uh, depth piece to have. He, he sure. hasn't quite played up to the level of the other three. Nickel linebacker, but, yeah. I um, think the reason oh, he but, was so featured last year was because we had we didn't have a good linebacker. Right, course, right, right. Yeah, exactly. No. exactly. So, it's kind of nice. Know, He's, he couldn't. Uh, Rodrigo bothers me a little bit because he doesn't. Oh, he's wrapped people up on these tackles. Like he'll right. Yeah, he, he misses. He's got stumpy one, arms. Right. Use that one where he like he. You see it. He did his best to reach out and reach around him, but he's got stumpy arms. <laughs> he's not like that T-Rex or something, man. Like hey, he's, he's not a, the he's only short. <laughs> he's short with stumpy <laughs> arms. I'm just saying, like, like that's that. just a. That was a, I think Tolok had similar limitations and stuff. There, when linebackers have those short arms, sometimes it makes it hard to hold on to a, a, a powerful running back like that. But uh, I also want to notice this game. I like this matchup for us because it allowed us to put a fourth, a true four-three defense out there, and we were running more linebackers than we would have in the last couple of weeks, uh, which I think true. plays to our strengths because we have so much talent there now. And to have Campbell, like it was beautiful thing to see Campbell, Anzalone, and Barnes all on the field at the same time. The more we can do that, I think, the better. Honestly, like, but like. I know this league just demands having those extra DBs. I think well, I don't know. We... I mean, next week the Lions play uh, a very run-first type offense in the Packers, too. Yeah. Or Thursday, not even next week. Thursday. Well, maybe we'll see more. I hope so. And actually, they had Jack, or Jack Campbell was lining up as an end, too. And that's part of why he got a sack. Yeah. And I, I mean, that speaks rush. also to the versatility that the Lions look for and every guy that they draft, really. Like, you mm-hmm. can't just play one position. You got to play multiple positions to fit into this, um, this defense. 
And I also like that Charles Harris appeared today. Uh, like, yes. yeah. <laughs> I didn't forget about yeah. him. I remembered him in this game because he made a few couple plays. So that was yeah. good to see. Uh, I hope that can remain consistent uh, going forward. Uh, well, Clara made a nice pass deflection. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. And uh, but not, not, now I want to get to Hutch a little more because he just mm-hmm. continues to show out. And he finally got his couple sacks uh, in this game. Yeah, he was due. <laughs> so close, so close. But when the rest of the off- defensive line is doing their job, that frees him up a little more to do his thing. Uh, yes. And yeah. one spin sack was awesome. Man. That, that oh, yeah. And that, that's what he's dirty at. You know, that he lives yeah. on that type of technique and that hustle. Uh, he, but, but UJ had an issue with the, the sack dance. I Which did. I that sack dance has got to go. That is just disgusting. That's just <laughs> is horrible, horrible. He didn't do that last dance. year, right? Like, no, he did the long... Billy Jean or the Michael Jackson thing he did last I, year. With, with I thought it was whatever. fine. Well, I UJ... did like a high kick thing. This is anyway. Today what was terrible. The stanky leg, they call it. UJ, if it makes you feel better, yeah, it is the stanky leg. Uh, but if it makes you feel better, he said he's going to come up with new ones. I think he just Thank had that God. planned as his first one. <laughs> That's just awful, though. That was bad. <laughs> and he did it twice. <laughs> yeah. But be honest, you would not mind seeing that if you saw it like another dozen well, If it means he's getting year, sacks all the I mean, time, yeah, I guess I can avert my eyes and watch that shit, but it's like really awful dance. Just an awful, oh awful dance. It's terrible. But, man, uh, the, the Lions' run defense in the first three games of the season is argu- like extremely elite right now. <laughs> Uh, they're shutting yeah. down the run game uh, consistently the first three games of this season. Now, <laughs> the second game was to their detriment a little bit uh, in the past game, but yeah. Either way, um, statistically, it, it's still it really good. stood up because this is like they. I believe the Falcons are averaging 170 yards rushing a game coming into this one. So the first two games of the season, and then uh, they had 180 total in this game uh, yards, 183 to be exact. <laughs> So. so under 200 yards total offense? Yeah, yeah. total offense. A dominant. Yeah. Absolutely dominant. Definitely dominant. Um, the AC so. also chipping in. Got it, you know. Is I'm that, sorry, 245, 245 yards. There's a little error Is that built by Ford? Sorry. Does Ford make their own AC? <laughs> but oh, whoever yeah. makes it, they deserve a race. Yeah, it's another missed field goal. Another missed field goal today. <laughs> Man, I yeah, it, it's a lot of fun uh, when that happens. Uh, but uh, yes, uh, yeah, sorry, two hundred forty-five yards we gave up today, so I just want to correct that. Oh, that's a significant difference. No, <laughs> right, but seven total sacks in this game. Uh, Ranch had eleven. Jacobs had seven. Tracy Walker had six. Eleven Campbell sacks. Six. Wow. Uh, Jerry Jacobs still. Uh, I, I mean, he he's a pretty good tackler in the run game. Leaves. At least for me, uh, some things to be desired in the in the past defense. <laughs> yeah, he's struggling a bit still. Uh, yeah, he, he's, he's a still. I thought he made some plays today, though. He's a scrappy he's, player. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a good depth piece at cornerback. It's it's like we need Bosley out there. <laughs> he's so <laughs> grabby out there, grabbing receivers all the time. Uh, yeah, uh, he just can't keep his hands off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it seems like a ta- do the, do attack that. So. Um, but not yeah. too effectively today. Didn't cost him anything. No, you know, you know, we had a lot of penalties today too, and I just want to comment on the wow. officiating. It didn't cost us the game, obviously. And Campbell says it should never be blamed on the officiating. But that being said, 
fishing sucked in this game, man. It was terrible. Did you see we got called on a horse collar, which I didn't know you could grab the guy's jersey and get called on a horse collar. And then it's a high part of the jersey. By the rule, they called that correctly, actually. Yeah, I know. It's a stupid rule. And then uh then uh (laughs) then it happens to us and they they literally take Gibbs, I think it was Gibbs they tackled with the real horse collar. We grabbed the whole back of the and they didn't even call it. I I mean we got a penalty on that play. There were some missed calls in there that were just Yeah, we had a whole thing on that one. Blatantly missed. And uh, it was just it was not good officiating. But like Campbell says, you gotta be Sewell. And said with him with two penalties. Yeah. yeah. Uh so we had ten penalties for 119 yards to their four for twenty-four. Yeah. And we still dominated this game easily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and but... the, and you know, look, like what's a bad penalty? You, you know, that part of it is our aggressiveness, which is nice. You know, like you're gonna get some penalties like branch, uh, you know, just for yeah, going nuts. You know, just if you overcome that stuff, you don't want penalties, but if you're doing it by making big plays, you know, maybe it happens sometimes. So. Did you see Branch after the game? I don't give a fuck about the penalty. He just he just <laughs> wanted to make a statement to get by and hitting bees. That's what he literally said to the really? to the reporter. <laughs> I didn't see that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. So, <laughs> like, did did when we uh, drafted him? Did the did we use the capital from trading back with uh, to get Gibbs? We got Laporta. Laporta, yeah, yeah. Laporta. Oh, well, gosh, oh, oh man. Our second rounders really just showed out today. <laughs> Holy crap. Gibbs and I mean Laporta and uh Branch. Yeah, let's, so let's let's move to the offensive side of the ball now. Yeah. Um where it's a little more up and down. Uh I mean and, for, and with our expectations for the offense, probably a little more down uh than you'd like, but we can start with the highs at least. And that was the rookies, uh, and especially Laporta, who just continues to show out. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. Early in the season here, I believe there's three of Sunday. our picks to click: Rudd, Dog, Connor, and Bob. Uh, if, I, if I'm correct about that, I think that was. Yeah, I had too. Jameer Gibbs. Or sorry, our roar of the week. Roar. roar of the week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, who had UJ? Did you have him? I had him too. Yeah. Okay, so UJ, Connor, and Rudd, Dog had uh, Laporte as our yeah. roar of the week. First um, ever player to have over five catches in three straight games. Yeah, longest uh, tight rookie tight end touchdown uh, in Lions history, which is not shocking. Um, <laughs> there's a couple other things on the top. But it, anyways, uh, Laporta just continues to be extremely reliable, um, which is unheard of for an, a high tight end draft pick for the Lions <laughs> throughout yeah. their history. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw Hawkinson kind of like, eh, it was a tough play for any tight end, but he did have a pass go off his hands. <laughs> At the end of the game, he today. sucks. I'm like, uh, I like the way you, when you guys talk about Hawkinson, it's like he's Joe Fourier. I mean, like, like last week, <laughs> I was Joe listening to you guys, better. and you're like, you're like, oh, Josh Reynolds had a great game. He had two touchdowns, and 87 yards, and then Hawk had the same stats, and I was like, oh, Hawk couldn't catch. You know, like, oh, like, <laughs> it's just funny. You guys got we, the narrative. It's not that Hawk couldn't catch; he just can't block. Hawk, Hawk can do it all, but he's getting paid for it. But I, I thought it was a shrewd move the way they traded him, and they got like. 2.0 hopefully even better up or much cheaper so i think it's yeah. awesome yeah, well, I, I admire I your agree. continuing love for hawk though <laughs> yeah it shows you well, i just think it's funny is though it the locks? Hawk, like he can can't even never do anything like <laughs> is it the locks bob <laughs> look at the Don't statistics lie. for the last couple of years it's and like the, hair. And then the yardage is it's kelsey like hawk and kill like they're all up there but i mean kelsey's <laughs> another league of his own but the rest of it, it's just kind of funny 
That's kind of beautiful <laughs> to just see that love. Yeah. Great, hey. great play design on the long touchdown though by Ben Johnson, and uh, oh yeah, and a great oh, yeah. and a great job by Goff to really sell it and flip his hips to get that throw because that's not always a throw that we see him yeah. to, rolling to his left and flip his hips and throw it deep to mm-hmm. the opposite side of the field. <laughs> he's done it though. Yeah, he's he did it last year to run uh to Raymond too. Yeah, uh, against the Packers, I want to say. Yeah, and they it's caught just, him in single high coverage, and they they just ran the right the right play. So I don't know if they saw like their personnel and knew what kind of defense they're going to be caught in. But I mean, they fake the rollout to the right, boot, make a bootleg to the left. Uh, the the other safety kind of bit on Amon Ra, <laughs> and it just worked out perfectly. And and Laporta sold it. Yeah, and Goff well sat in there because to deliver it too, because he had a dude mm-hmm. bearing down on him. Goff had a pretty good game. He. He did miss. He missed another open throw that he, he should missed have a had. few open throws in this uh, game. He was so uh, high today. One. He, he was, think he was today. four. He was feeling the pressure, but but today. I wouldn't say it was a bad game though, because he also hit some lasers on uh, like yes. twenty yard passes. You know, he he like threaded it in there and got those. Oh my god! Against pressure, he, he was getting hit today too. You know, so he yeah. he felt it. So he was he was out there battling with a, a depleted offensive line. So I thought yes. he did he did a good job. The play to Amonra on the deep out to the left sideline, where yeah. he threw it just beyond. Like that was such a ridiculous throw and catch. That was so elite right there. Like it was. Yeah, that's Amon impossible Ross, to defend. Still awesome. He's he's yeah. great every week. Again, quiet. See, we don't bring him up because he just quietly gets a hundred yards. Like it's like. <laughs> no, but I agree with you, Bob. Goff had a really solid game despite a few overthrows and things like that. Uh, he had some, he spread it around again to Khalif Raymond had a good game. Um, you know, mm-hmm. oh, and how about when Goff ran it in, uh, UJ? Oh. Beautiful. No one saw that Nobody one coming. Expected that. <laughs> that was, uh, Nobody he was so that. fired up when he got that touchdown. It was awesome. <laughs> he threw it to like the second level. <laughs> <laughs> he just chucked it. Did you see Campbell after the game? He's like, uh, yeah, Goff takes those extra personally because he still likes to think he's a running quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the few games, though. We only had four guys catch the ball, and Gibbs only had one catch in this game. Yeah, no Reynolds to Amonra, Eight to Laporta. And Reynolds is hurt. I think that's maybe one of the key factors. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, he had to deal with a hip injury all week, I, I believe. And groin. Yeah. Sorry, groin. Um, Marvin Jones did nothing except he did draw a penalty. In the he did do that, yeah. <laughs> nice. uh, we didn't. We, we did not take advantage of the penalty, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, honestly, uh, that Falcons defense play was playing pretty decent. There wasn't like there was just a ton of open. right. Yeah, Troy Anderson looked really good in this game again. I like uh, that kid. Falcons. I like him. He looks good. <laughs> that fifty-five. I felt it's kind of like I, someone's gonna clip it into like a GIF or something when uh uh. The Kabinda on the fourth and one, and they're like the super back Kabinda. <laughs> he just gets absolutely stuffed. Uh, like, oh, and, and that's when he got a barrel forward that one yard on. Like he, that linebacker beat him to the punch. I know, but he. he I mean, he still has a chance to lower his shoulder a little more and drive that for a yard. In my opinion, I, like dude ran right onto his midsection. I don't. He didn't have like. Any, uh, I just didn't. I I didn't think leverage. he did a good job again low enough to drive for the yard that he needed yeah he got maybe back. that's why they don't give him the ball <laughs> I, mean, I know well that's why i was like the super back i didn't know that was a thing <laughs> it didn't look too super <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but this was not i don't think this is goff's best game i mean he still had a solid game but i don't think it was his best he i mean he another pick unfortunately uh that was that was definitely on him because <laughs> 
Yeah, Raymond was, was open. <laughs> it was on him, but like again, like the pressure he was getting pressured a lot today. He was very, you know, having to deal with a lot more than usual. That patchwork O line, they battled, but they were struggling at times and more like pretty consistently. Patrick, I mean, they had one guy out, but what the, the what whole right side is. Well, I guess Glasgow is our sixth starter, but still, I mean, we went down to our third tackle. <laughs> right. Yeah, down. there was one really bad block on Grady Jarrett by Jonah Jackson and Ragnow. <laughs> he, he, he just made him like look like fools. Uh, so that was a little disappointing to see. And then Sewell, it was, I, it was awesome. The Calais Campbell, you know, because he was playing so well and they kept featuring him and then he got beat. On that, so. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And just the look on his face, the disappointment. <laughs> <It was> awesome. <laughs> I couldn't t- tell if it was disappointment or shock that Jared Goff, like, like this white dude beat me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hit the fake, you know. It was awesome. Okay, it was man. Golf is great at faking. Can we talk about that for a second? Oh, yeah. Like, last, week got killed stri- last week, yeah, got himself yeah. almost got himself killed because he's so convincing. <laughs> then he pulls off the fake disc to get the to touchdown this time. Like, yeah, I he, love it. You're That's talking about skill. the one last week where he uh, he handed the ball off, but he was still yeah. acting like he had the ball, and then took yeah, a little shovel pass. Foul. He, yeah, the Seahawks guy yeah, yeah, celebrating the sack. Totally missed it. He thought he had a sack. He was so excited. <laughs> that was such a crazy play. Because then I like I love the long or the can the end zone view where you see Dig celebrating the tackle in the you know, and then in the same line you see the guy getting up celebrating the the non sack <laughs> penalty he just caused. <laughs> um. How about our running game? What are, what are your thoughts on the, how the Lions' run game went today? I, I, they had one good drive at least. Started clicking, game, but respectable. It was respectable. Yeah, respectable. It was pretty good. They miss Monty. You know, they need that that guy up there. Yeah, yeah but they they had Gibbs doing that. You know, he's a little little smaller. You know, he's not quite as strong at that, but he he could still get in there and make contact with people. He's not afraid but of it. Obviously, well, he's best I, when he's out in space, and I think. You know, once we get a full complement of people, that's where we're going to be featured him more in the past game, which he wasn't able to do anything with that today. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, and he, I don't think he has the vision yet that, like, Montgomery has. Like, Montgomery's got great vision and can find those little holes and stuff. And, like, he, he's more, like, uh, right now he's just hitting it and plowing. And, and it's effective. I mean, he had, you know, almost 100 yards today on the ground. Yeah. Uh, he, he was over five yards a carry. Uh, better than Bijan Robinson, uh, and uh, I mean, then that last drive where you know finally the O line was like getting some creases for him. You could really start to see like, oh my gosh, this kid is gonna. He started getting like a rhythm. Like even Dan Campbell knows he's getting a rhythm. He's starting to underfeel the game, and if this kid keeps getting better, like in getting the feel of the game, you can just see he's gonna start popping off. Oh yeah. I mean, he's already is kind of like that was a, like a what do you get like a twenty one yard yeah. run on that one? What do you think, UJ, of the run game? What was your? Uh... I just thought it was a steadily effective the whole game. I mean, they didn't break a lot of long ones except for that one by Gibbs at the end there. But uh, yeah, they were getting nice it, little chunks, six, seven, eight yards at a time, sometime. And I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was effective. Yeah, the, their run game still leaves a lot for me, a lot to be desired for me personally. I'm glad they. I'm glad they stepped it up on the big drive near the end of the game. But I, I want Gibbs to be more patient. Still, I I don't mm-hmm. see a lot of cutbacks from him. Uh, I don't see him kind of look at like just letting just to sit back a little this? longer, like just read it a little longer. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I just wanted to see like 
just get a little more patient as well, I guess. But and but part of it too is like the hole is not there. Uh, no, whatever they're doing right now, no. I don't think is working too effectively. They average three point seven yards a rush. The average in the NFL is four point five. They're twenty fifth right now in the NFL well, in rush per play. Like yeah, I think it starts up front. Z. Metric, so <laughs> it definitely starts up front. Uh, I like, mean, it, it hurts not having Decker there. Uh, Big V was definitely doing. He was doing okay. I mean, yeah. it hasn't really been good first three games Big V was really good in that first game he was you said he was the highest ranked guy and now you're saying he's okay no i'm saying in general i, I was saying in general big v is probably our best run blocker for his first game and a half until he got i him. also think but there's a strategy just, these teams more. these teams seem to be playing to stop our run a lot like their linebackers their safeties are crashing and like like that's why there's not holes a lot of the time because they're already filling like they want to stop our run uh, you know, I I don't know why they want to force Jared Goff to throw, but <laughs> it, but like you know, I mean, everyone's got to start with stopping the run because you can't let Jared Goff's play action just get that much amp. But like, and that's what they're doing. They're selling out, and we played a couple of defenses with the ability to play pretty stout up there so far. Yeah, definitely. But I was glad to see Gibbs finally break a few at the at the end there. Uh, mm-hmm. So that that was really good to see. He averaged four point seven yards to carry. Most of that was because of the last drive. But uh and we saw a little Zoneman Knight too in there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he had like an oh, eight yarder. Yeah. And uh Craig Reynolds did all right. So um yeah. Jack so. Fox was booming him. Jack Fox was crushing him today, man. Yeah, he did. That one really Holy hung. cow. Yeah. Cleef Raymond was pretty good again, as usual. Had some nice plays. Yeah, I mean, he so on the interception, he was open, and then uh, on the deep pass too, that Goff missed him. That was uh, oh got, my god, yeah. Him, so. Yeah, the other deep one that took us like inside the ten. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a shame he missed that one. He's so he's so open. Yeah, for sure. And I'll Goff. I like he set up the touchdown, so can't be too mad about. It. Yeah, I thought uh, um, Dan Campbell. Coached a good game too. He didn't go for too much, you know. He played a little, <laughs> little more conservative. Yeah, but he's yeah. not going to do that yeah. every week. But this week he did, and it worked worked to his advantage. So, but you're always on I, your toes, no matter what. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the announcers are like looking for fakes, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, right up on right. the team. I feel like he uses his fakes when he feels like it's a little more necessary, you know. Like I, I, I feel like we, he felt like this game we could handle this team without pulling too many tricks you know and we did very much so just straight up baby yeah and uh and in a way it was kind of like a a blessing in disguise when matt nelson got hurt not that i ever root for anybody to get hurt but uh he was horrible to start this game (laughs) and they brought in skipper uh and he seemed to manage just slightly better uh the the depth at the at the tackle especially when we have one down already is uh not not supremely good my favorite development is that this is getting kobe sorsdahl battle reps and like the a great development of this could be if he good. starts developing into some a reliable starter at tackle you could be looking at our future bookends potentially if decker you know well whatever decker's future holds it doesn't it do your heart good though to see Skipper in there. It always reminds me of last year when you know <laughs> yeah, when they gave him a sh- shout out in the locker room. Hey Skipper, and he was like practically in tears and something. I, I always <laughs> yeah. remember that moment, and uh, it just does my heart good. And you see the Skipper in there, you know, big old, yeah. old loot. So yeah. I, they even <laughs> announced it in the broadcast. Talked about that. 
Oh, did they? Yeah, they're <laughs> okay, like, you got a game that. ball last year for his play. Yeah, he didn't do too bad. But I no, was glad to see Sorzal get some reps, though. I was. I agree with you on that one. Yeah. Definitely. No, that was Even though the first play, I think he just got bowled over straight <laughs> yeah, up well. by the end. And who then Welcome to the NFL drove moment. Drove you know, that everybody, all these reps right. have one. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but you know, they did enough. They did enough. I was, they, it took a little while to finally like put it away. Uh, cause this Falcon team was just waiting to get put away throughout the whole game. And <laughs> the crowd was waiting for it too. They were, um, so I, you know, that's why I was waiting for, you know, I was like, Oh, you can't let, you know, a bad team hang around. At least they were today. They were not a good team. The Falcons, but, um, yeah. I mean, they're a talented team. That the defense was tough. It. So uh, I saw Connor walk in there, Bob, behind you. I know you just got back from Detroit, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, is he no longer calling for Aaron Gled's head? Uh, I don't know. think we'll so. He, for the next episode, he's not right here now. No, but depends on which way. I, I imagine he said he was in the heat of battle or whatever when you guys. No, no he said on the last podcast too. Though, yeah, so. he was. We already so, it on here. I imagine Gled's risen in his eyes after this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Uh so the 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 Packers come back from seventeen down to win eighteen seventeen uh, in Green Bay today against the Saints. That was unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It kinda sets up a really enticing battle for Thursday. It it'd be an enticing battle if they won what? or lost. So Yeah, why would you <laughs> Well now it's for a battle for first. It's a direct battle for first place. It'd be a division. battle for first if they lost too. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, making yeah. no sense in this regard. Oh, they, I they have, the Packers like, would have the tiebreaker, and we both be two and two. Since when oh, you whatever. make sense on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, Fair right on. On. I still like it. They're tied. We're tied right now. It's a head-to-head battle. Like the rest of the division's falling away to zero and three. Do you uh, want them to match us all season? No, you... I I don't. But like, I'm just saying. Like, I, I'm kind of like it's kind of like embarrassing right now what the Vikings and Bears are doing. Like getting just like what the Bears. Well, there's two like, levels of embarrassing. The Vikings yeah, the have lost Bears. three like, one-score games. Yeah, uh, like, I want them minutes. to lose, but like they're the still repping our division. Like, come on, guys. The Bears look up. like they belong in a like like a league below the NFL right now. <laughs> they are. An abomination. No. To the the Chiefs looked like they were having like <laughs> pa- like seven on seven practice or something. They were just having bad. fun out there. I mean, you have the you have Justin Fields calling out the coaching staff to start the week. Uh, Ted is taking out contact. Good start. Everybody. Their defensive the coordinator is uh, gone on some weird, oh. mysterious yeah, start. Some HR related issue. Uh, there's other rumors floating around on the internet, but that, that's what the sources were saying today. Either way, losing your D coordinator three games into the season uh, and your quarterback calling up the coaching staff, not usually a good combo for success uh, amongst <laughs> the many other issues that they have. Um, no. They're, they're another team, too, that have like horrible ownership uh, and like 90-plus-year-old owners that don't want to be involved in the sport. <laughs> hmm. So... You know, I do not feel bad though. Do you guys see? I keep the, telling uh, you. Wait, I have actually a question for you. So, if there's like a Bears fan out there, it's like already given up on them, and they're trying to. Leave, they don't want the season to be over. Like they want to have some rooting interest out there still throughout the rest of the year. Do you welcome them onto the Lions bandwagon? Yes or no? Well, know, that's weird. I can, I can only say this for my own uh, speaking. The only year I ever jumped on a bandwagon is 1985 when the Bears were just a one of the funnest teams I've ever witnessed 
ever. And, uh, and you it's know, we fun. weren't that good that year as usual. And, uh, I just glommed onto them a little bit because they were just so much fun to watch. <laughs> they were so cocky and they were so freaking good. And, uh, so that one year I did kind of jump on a bandwagon for one year only, mm. but I never gave up my lions fandom ever and never will. But just for one year, I just kind of rooted for him because that team was just something. Except beautiful. when they played the Lions, Jordan. Oh, yeah. I never, of course, that I never rooted against the Lions. So I hope everybody that. jumps on the bandwagon. Yeah, exactly. Poor Lions fans. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's what I, yeah. I, I agree. So I didn't know. Yeah, people you know, rooting the. Better. I didn't get this whole. Like, up. I was there with the the Owen sixteen. Therefore, I deserve it more than you guys. Who cares? So, like. Let's enjoy it. Well, Rundog, you have this weird thing. Like, if a player's injured, the win doesn't mean as much. So, I don't know. They got all these weird unwritten rules. Yeah. Don't misrepresent my stance <laughs> on that. that. Oh, yeah. And that's uh, a pretty UJ clear stance. UJ didn't like <laughs> this, the, uh, the Cleveland going 0 16 because it ruined the Lions, like 0 16. I didn't get that. Like, why would you want that? <laughs> me. Yeah, why did we want the whole lot of that? Our uniqueness. I don't know. Like, you know, what else <laughs> oh, we got the root for? Like, we were so bad. Just fan logic, man. What the hell? The lovable no. losers. Forget we hold no. We hold I didn't like being the lovable losers. I hated it. But you know. But now we're actually getting good. And, uh, yeah. Fun. Great. Well, I wish Connor was here so I could tell him like when you, Connor, like when you think that you want Aaron Glenn gone or you think he's having a bad defense coordinator job game, just remember the most points he's ever given up in the game is forty five. The Dolphins scored 70 points against 70. the Broncos today. It could always be much, much worse. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, that was 70 crazy. points, and they had a chance to kick a field goal at the end to get the NFL record for most points in a game and took a knee. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> but my Man, that team Atlanta, is – that offense is built like a, like a create a team on – And Sean Payne was making fun of the former coach about how bad of a job he did. <laughs> this And Sean Payne's already doing a thousand times worse. Uh, and it's funny because Sean Payton is like the main inspiration for Dan Campbell's kind of c- coaching uh, the way he coaches offense and his team in general. So, uh, yeah, interesting. But interesting. But yeah, you know that watching what the Dolphins are doing right now has me really excited. And to bring up another point because uh, Jamison Williams is coming back in only a few weeks yeah and he's back in the building which is key and we're too. gonna be able to have yeah. speed kind of like what the dolphins are rocking right now definitely let's see, let's see how that unlocks this offense oh man you just gotta so catch exciting. the ball you gotta you know yeah he just it. has to be fast and open people up because like his speed is just his danger downfield is just gonna make it so hard to keep track of everything. we'll just put a lot of stick them on him and just hit his body yeah. somewhere yeah the ball sticks <laughs> but it, like, but he is able to come back to the facility uh tomorrow uh or even today i think uh i think so. but either way like getting him back in make sure that hamstring's good to go because i know they were they were concerned before they had you know he, they had to part ways for a few weeks uh them not being in the building <sighs> with the sports science people and such uh, make sure that's all taken care of, but having him in there, I, does he get to practice? No, I didn't think so. He, uh, but he just gets to be around everybody, and he can be taken care of, and you know, getting back into the fold. So right. I think it's a great step. Now it's one less worry about him yeah. just being out there in the cold and <laughs> making bad choices or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, seventy points, unbelievable. I, I thought, I thought I, I thought I read it wrong. <laughs> it's unreal yeah well they uh, the cowboys were supposed to be the next great thing too and they got beat by the cardinals this week so you know yeah, arguably the worst what week, a lot week. of people thought was the worst team in the nfl coming in the season so. yeah it look like the it nfl today. it's quite a quite a league it's 
quite a league. Um, a lot of yeah. ups and downs. A lot of ups and downs. And it's oh, this first month of the season is always a crapshoot. You just got the fact the Lions already got two wins is huge. Because uh, the better teams end like they improve and show up at the end of the season usually. It's but you could you like the Lions missed out last year by one game because they couldn't pull out one of those close That's victories right. uh, early in the season last year. So getting these two victories is huge because. These teams are still, I mean, no preseason. So you really got to think like the first three, four games of the season is like the preseason for all these teams in a lot of ways. Uh, so getting the victory is always huge. That's why that Kansas City one was massive because oh, especially yeah. on the road. Well, you saw how they look like today. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we caught them at a good time, I think, uh, early in the season. But uh, it doesn't matter man. when we touch them. We'll kick That's their right. ass anytime. True. I don't care if it's a Tuesday. <laughs> only two Tuesday ass. games are only during COVID uh, and the pandemic. Unfortunately, I miss Tuesday football. Yeah, <laughs> but there's only uh, one, two, three, four undefeated teams left in the NFL already, and two of them play tomorrow night: the Buccaneers and Eagles. Otherwise, it's the 49ers, who are very, 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 very good, and um, yeah. the Dolphins, who are obviously tremendously good <laughs> like is someone gonna actually like be able to bring this team back to reality because that's just ridiculous <laughs> like, which team the dolphins like they're oh, playing yeah. they have so much speed it's right remarkable they uh and they had 350 yards rushing today doesn't even matter who's that quarterback for him just chuck the ball deep you got Tariq hill running and just torch yeah you literally have to just kind of it's like when you play 500 in the yard and you yeah. yell or <laughs> Like you yell some an impossible number because you're gonna throw it to a spot that nobody's gonna catch it. Uh, well, Tyree kills the guy that will catch that. You just have to throw like to an empty space on the field and he's gonna and put a little bit of enough air under it, uh, and he's gonna catch it. It's he's so really ridiculous. Because like the Lions in this game today, like Desmond Ritter had uh, was it Pitts over the middle? Uh, they they beat yeah. the double safety coverage over the middle, and he he just put a bad ball on it. That's I mean that's part of the I think. The reason why the Lions are comfortable playing man and Ritter just threw like a laser over the guy's head instead of putting some air under it. That touch uh, is something that he does not have. And luck, it was lucky for Lions because that could have been a touchdown early in the game. <laughs> I forgot who was in coverage on that over the middle. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, probably, the Chronicles of Ritter. Though. What was that? The Chronicles of Ritter. Yeah. <laughs> It's pitch black. Thanks, UJ. I was looking for a time yeah. to uh, kind of wrap up the podcast. <laughs> I was glad to provide it for you. <laughs> and, uh, I think that helped. Uh, like <laughs> All right. So I will wrap it up here. Uh, so thank you to sidelinereport.com for hosting the podcast. Really appreciate that. Thank you to our producer. KJ. 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 All right. Red Dog and I have only been the only two on these instant ones, uh, the first two, so it was nice having multiple four of us here. Yeah. Um, a little awkward with only two. <laughs> um, Apple, Spotify, where your podcast, please download, please subscribe, and please leave a review. Greatly appreciate that. If you have any thoughts on the game or uh, any comments about the Lions, uh, just send like a voice message to um, drinking the blue Kool Aid. No symbols or anything like that. Drinking the blue Kool Aid at gmail.com. 
Um, we can receive it there and play it on the air. Um, also reach out to us if you're interested on in hopping on the podcast, uh, and we'll kind of work out maybe a time for you to hop on, give your opinion or do picks. Uh, we'll, we'll try to schedule it throughout the season. Um, also, uh, Instagram at drinking the blue Kool-Aid, as I mentioned, Connor, one of the blue Kool-Aid drinkers here, uh, was at the game today. He was posting stuff, uh, of him at the game. Always cool to see, um, Twitter at drinking lions or X. Uh, do you guys still call it Twitter? Yeah. 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 It's hard to call it X. Like it's unless just, I'm it doesn't roll the about it. very well. Uh, anyways, uh, Twitter slash x at drinking lines instagram at drinking the blue kool-aid otherwise uh we will be back uh probably tuesday uh we'll be releasing a pod uh because the lines have a thursday game so we gotta get mm-hmm. the preview out there let, let's simmer for a little bit uh and then we'll be reacting to that game on thursday so busy week uh with then a few days you know give lines some rest for the next game after that but it's a huge game huge game because the packers huge. seem to be the only Team that's going to be kind of challenging for the division title along with the Lions. So the Lions need to get this one, especially on the road. It's in Lambeau. Uh, the Lions have had some more recent success lately uh, than like the previous 20 years before that. So uh, let's hope they can keep the good vibes rolling, uh, take advantage of a beat up Packers team. But the Lions are also a little beat up. So maybe we get those guys back. Maybe that's why they sat them today. Maybe Decker and Monty are going to be back for the division game. They just want to give them a few extra days rest because they know be nice. easy win today. Easy win. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We greatly appreciate you. We'll be back Tuesday, as I mentioned, previewing week four, the Thursday night game on Prime in Lambeau Field. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, as always, go, go, go. field a charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain a lion's victory How to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.